ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Arcane Holiday Games Cast, where we talk about the infinite amount of games that there are to play. And this week, we're talking about the world, the whole wide world. Not the whole world, but a world of monsters and brutal, brutal killers who are poaching and destroying the livelihood and terrain of a magical world. And yet again, we as humans destroy it. And why? Because we want a new hat. We want a new horn to play so that others around us can be inspired to kill other animals. <laughs> That's Monster Hunter World. That's what we're talking about. Um, no, we're talking about Monster Hunter World. This game is pretty good, man. Like, um, you know, I played this game with a, a friend of mine, and he, you know, he played it a, a little bit, and he was like, "I kind of regret getting this game." And I, I, I'm not going to say that. I don't. I don't regret getting it all at all. Um, but I will preface this by saying I'm not a huge fan of the of all of the installments of Monster Hunter. Like I think some like some of them came out like on Game Boy Advance maybe? Like the original ones? I might be be wrong there. Um I know that they've had a lot of handhelds and that the premise is pretty much the same. Um is my understanding that the gameplay loop is around hey, you go out you kill a monster. Once you kill the monster, you get materials from the monster that you can craft weapons and armor from, and that allows you to kill a bigger, stronger monster. So on and so forth. It's a pretty cool loop. I mean, like it's a, it's a neat thing, and there's really no other games like it. The only other game, and I'll probably talk about this game at some point, is um, Dauntless, that I believe Epic put out. It looks very Fortnite, um, but it's a free to play game, and I. I I encourage you try it out. Honestly, like there's, they've added a lot to the game. There's a lot of freemium crap they throw at you that just kind of confuses you, like around currencies and stuff. Like it's not, it's not that bad. You'll probably figure your way out through Dauntless. Um, Monster Hunter World not being a freemium game is much easier and better tutorialized. There's less to ingest early. Um. But Dauntless may be your better long-term game than Monster Hunter World. Um, but Monster Hunter World, let's talk about it. It was put out by Capcom. Capcom. Now you're thinking, what did they make again? Who are these people? You probably saw them. If you grew up in the 90s, 80s, you probably saw them in the arcades. Big old letters. It'd be big gold or yellow letters with like a big fat blue outline. You might see game might see games such as uh, Street Fighter or something like Resident Evil. 
and uh, Mega Man, maybe even. <laughs> I think, I think, I think they've had a hand in some of that. But, but yeah, the, you know, that's what you're getting into when you talk about Capcom. And you know, I'm, I'm not all in on Capcom, and to know like where they've gone. I know that there's been a couple of Japanese companies who've gone the way of. Like they started out arcade, then they started being console games, and now they're kind of back to like making more mobile games, arcade games, pachinko games, which if you don't know is like Japanese gambling games, basically. Um, I remember they used to do strategy guides. I just remember like seeing. I just like if I close my eyes and I'm like at a GameStop in like 1999 or something. Like I, I feel like it remember seeing like Capcom strategy guides like for every game or something. But I think maybe they, that was part of their business as well. Like it was kind of game related. Um, they're a multi-billion dollar company. They've been around for a very long time. They have tons of subsidiary companies in different countries. They're a thing. If you play games, you've most likely seen Capcom You've most likely played a Capcom game in your life or have seen one. Um, you even got things like Commando and Ghost and Goblins and stuff like that. Um, they've been around forever. Uh, it feels like like it, like with the games coming out, they've they've been around. So I probably won't get into the whole thing of like, hey, who who from Capcom made this game and are those good and like who would that be like. I don't even know if that information is really easy to find. I mean, there's obviously listed directors and producers and designers and programmers, and you can go down the list. And so I would say if a Capcom game comes out, maybe you look at that before you say, I'm just going to buy this um, to see like, is this a part of the team or pedigree of our branch of Cap- Capcom that has made a game such as monster hunter world that is pretty good. So there you go. Monster Hunter world comes out in 2018. And the big thing with Monster Hunter World was, my understanding was like the, from that franchise is they wanted to push more of like an online experience, more of a co-op experience. And I feel like they did pretty well. I mean, the the only thing I have, like I love, we'll talk about this I'm sure in the future if we haven't already. Um, I like Final Fantasy games. I really do. I didn't play a lot of the older ones. Um a game I've been playing with, playing lately is called Octopath Traveler. It's kind of a there's kind of an homage to some of those really classic Final Fantasy games, um, in a way, and itself is a fantastic game. So I'm, I'll talk about it at some point. I really want to finish it first, though. Um, but something that that's in these games that is very i don't know if it's japanese i don't know if i should like pin it on the japanese that this is a thing but the ui of games and a game that has like a very busy ui and a very like not an inviting ui and not a great scale of ui is what i'll say like when you play this thing it's like was this made for a console like i feel like there's a lot of options a lot of weird menus a lot of weird cycling to like figure out where i'm supposed to go i'm supposed to do i feel like final fantasy 14 has that problem for me personally like that game has gotten huge if you if you follow it all like the the mmo world 
um, which I dipped my toe in, you know, probably a couple months out of the year, um, and follow, like there's been like this mass move and almost, almost protest from World of Warcraft and to go to Final Fantasy and Final Fantasy just continues to gain, uh, in popularity, Final Fantasy 14. Um, and hopefully it does well, but like it has a UI that just only a mother could love. We'll say, um, I don't really love the experience of it. And Monster Hunter World is something that has that. Um, so, wow, I feel like we've already started about talking the things I hate. <laughs> so we're gonna go ahead and we're, we're gonna go ahead and talk about that. And this is not a bad game. So the, I'm not. This is like the only bad thing I'm probably gonna end up saying about it. Um, but that would be the one thing that I disliked about this game is the UI could have been better, cleaner. And again, I don't know if it's more. I should say more modern or more Western. Maybe it's more Western, but then, you know, I don't want to sound petty from that, but um, it didn't, it didn't feel great, but it, it was not a barrier for me not to enjoy this game. So I hope that's fair. Like I played this game. I enjoyed it. The UI did not stop me from doing anything I wanted to do. It was just kind of ugly and clunky, but this game was a really unique experience for me because I'd never really played a game like it. Um, and I had a friend that I played with it as well. And the, the, again, the premise is like, uh, the story is airy and Japanese. There's I love Japanese stuff, by the way. I'm not trying to say any of this like negative Japanese anime, maybe it's a way to say it. Um, you know, the story has that feel like, like cats that dance around and cook food for you like you have a little cat friend who's like your cat friend it, i can't remember like what all the cat does for you like i think it may heal you sometimes but like cats are the chefs and um you know they're not like cat people it's not like a mix of genetics here it's not like a freak show or anything um no offense final fantasy 14 people but uh but basically, like, you know, it's got that light heart. It's got the serious, like, anyone could die at any moment. But also kind of the lighthearted, like, heartedness that probably comes off as silliness to Westerners that some of these Japanese stories and games and aesthetics have. Um, and it had that. But it, I find that charming in a lot of ways. Like, I don't like play those games and think like this is bullcrap i'm turning it off some dudes are like that that's totally fine you should be able to turn off of it you know you hate it but i can get through a lot of that because i grew up playing you know some final fantasy games and and japanese type anime type games and um you know um it, it doesn't feel bad to me um but basically you are stranded on this island uh, for, for, for whatever reason, I don't quite remember. Um, and your goal is like, okay, we got to survive. There's monsters all over this Island and they're killing everybody in us. And like, like there was a team sent here to kill them and take care of them. And like, we're a part of the team and we don't know what happened to the original team and things like that. Um, and you can play this game up to like four players online and you basically can play as different classes, which is really cool. Um, you can, you can try like different weapons and like level them up. Um, you can be, uh, like someone who has a glaive and you can like do all these really cool aerial attacks. You can do bows. Oh, it's, are there guns? I want to say there's a gun. 
maybe there's a gun. You you can do like I think you can do like claws or like hand. Was you can do like big swords, big hammers. You can play like a, a horn that like buffs and heals your team, which is actually like I actually played that a good bit. Like um, you're kind of like a bard character. Um, I'll say the character creator was really good. You know, like when it comes to like options and games, like a like clunky UI that like I mentioned earlier. A lot of times these games have really good character creation though. And I'll say even creating the cat was awesome. Like the cat graphic. Like if you're going to be a person, a cat person, these graphics were kind of phenomenal, especially in the creator mode, like just such a great aesthetic and such a, a fun thing to create um, and see move around on screen. So you can play as these classes. And basically if you, if you choose a class and play it and you go kill the first enemy we'll say or first monster then you loot that stuff and it's like okay i only have three monster teeth we'll say i have to have three monster teeth to create a weapon well then it's a question of like well what weapon do you want to craft with that so that you can kind of move on and progress and kill harder things so the game kind of stretches out in that way it's like well i made a sword well what if you want to play as a glaive guy or you want to play as like with a big hammer fight this big beast with the big hammer then you're gonna have to get some more teeth to be able to make this hammer does that make sense so it's like if you like to dabble in classes this is a game that's going to stretch out for you if you're like hey i only play one class this only class i'm going to play this game is not going to stretch out very far for you compared to others um but you basically have this home world hub you have like you collect the materials you can then craft those materials um I think humans do that for you. Again, you can go get buffs. Like you can have these feasts and get buffs from these cats. Uh, you have bounty boards. Like there's, I, th- I want to, is there dailies? I want to say there were dailies. Like they want to say there were things you could do to tackle um, and, and get like extra bonuses. You can um, go play with your friends. Getting them into a game was really kind of janky in the beginning. Like getting into a game with someone was not easy at all, at all, at all, at all. You had to like go to a speci- specific place click on a specific board if i remember correctly and then you could join it wasn't as easy as just going like into your playstation menu or yeah, i think this just came out on playstation i don't think it came on xbox did it let's see oh, i did come on xbox maybe it was a different experience on xbox one uh it came out on playstation 4 though and playstation 4 i don't think you could just choose to join game like you had to be in a specific area so that was a little you know weird compared to other games where uh, other games make it a point to just jump in and out very easily. Um, but the thing that really shines with this game was the combat and these big monsters and the systems around that, where you might have like a T-Rex and it's a man, it's a great looking T-Rex. Like, wow, looks scary. Has a lot of combat moves, has a lot of, um, unique AI, like uh, attributes to it. Like you can focus on different parts of its body. Like if we cut its tail off, we might get this bonus or like we might, you know, hurt it in this way. So it'll help us like take it down eventually or work together to do it. Um, There's also a bit of like tracking. So you have different maps where like you can go around and if you're looking for a specific monster, it's like they're just out in the open all the time. Sometimes they are, but sometimes you like, you have to go track them. And then another really cool thing about this is like sometimes they are fighting each other. 
like trying to eat each other. So there are some really cool moments where you're like, I need to kill this one dinosaur, but he's fighting or like this, I need to kill this dragon, but he's fighting a T-Rex. If I get in the middle of this, I'm toast. So like, what do I do? Um, and you really kind of have to make some decisions and work together. So it really played well to playing with friends. Um, whereas like the Dauntless game that I talked about was, it's way better drop in and out and like matchmaking. I want to say that I remember like you could go into a map that was open and like someone might be fighting a dinosaur and then you get in on it. Um, but I don't think that's the case. I might be confusing Dauntless drop in and out from that. But, um, this game, you know, the more, the further you get with the difficulty and you progress through the maps and you start killing more monsters, like they become unique, they become more difficult in their own way. Um, but, the grind starts to slow a little bit as far as like what materials do I need for this specific monster? Um, and how can I get to this? And then in my experience with the game, like once you got to like the biggest, like last two monsters, it was the biggest grind. And then all games with progressions have this problem. It's like, okay, well, but wait, if I get the last monster's stuff and I get that full set, what am I really getting? It's like, well, you, get to be the baddest mofo in the game and you can like kill any monster really quickly. And then what is the value of that? Like if you don't have that care of the next move, like I feel like games like this have that problem. I think MMOs have this problem. I think with MMOs though, like you get a chance to collect things, you know, uh, final fantasy 14, you can farm weapons and, and pieces of armor and it's, more of a social flex maybe like if if you want to call it that like having a rare item is something that you're cool to show off and hang out with people and show them that and like that either does it for you or doesn't in a game like if you're like a completionist then games like this or like even mmos and i have to kind of compare it to an mmo like that achievement chasing collection like i want to own every piece of armor i want to have every class that has like every piece of armor i want to have a this this specific sword i want to have like this specific hammer that came from this like you're gonna have a great time with this game but if you're someone who's more like me often and i hate to admit it but oftentimes like i'm full in 100 on the carrot like get me to that next level like i want to get to that next level i want to get stronger and stronger and stronger and then like when I get to the end or towards the end, I'm like, but wait, like, like I'm at the end. So I guess I'm done with this game. And I I don't love that about my gaming experience. I don't do that with every single game. Some of my favorite games, like I'll grind out for years. <laughs> like, don't even give me, we'll talk about Red Dead Online at some point. We'll talk about Metal Gear Solid 5 at some point. These are games that I, those games could not get me to quit <laughs> because I just love like them so much. Um, and we'll probably still go back to each of those games. Skyrim's another one where I just can't help but, but go back to from time to time. Um, and Lord, like, Hey, they're coming out with another release. Is anybody else shocked? Skyrim is going to do another release again. Um, but this game, you know, for all of its greatness and all the goodness of it, it didn't keep me held. They did come out with an Iceborne DLC. I did not play that. That is something that I might play, though. Um, if I saw Iceborne on sale, then um, 
I would probably, I would consider picking it up if I didn't have anything else I was playing or focusing on. I would probably pick it up because again, the core of this game is really quite fantastic. And I think something that kind of bums me out about this game is because of how they do their installments, like there was another monster hunter game that was announced. And I want to say maybe it was on switch or handheld or I guess they don't have handhelds anymore, but I think it was a switch game and like, it's not like monster hunter world. It's a little different. I don't even know. If, I don't know if it's multiplayer. It might be single player. And I was like, mm. so I don't know if I'll go play that. I wish like I would want a better version or newer version of Monster Hunter World. And I don't know if they're going to make that. And that's okay. But like if there was a Monster Hunter World two in the making, um, I'd probably be more excited. But I think that game, if you love this loop and this type of game, I think Dauntless is probably the game for you of one that's going to have content that comes out again, though graphics are different. It's not dauntless graphics are not as they're pretty, but they're, it's not as they're not as good to me. Like they're not, there's not as much realism in, in the art. And some of these monsters with like more realism style, like is just so freaking cool. Like it looks like a effing lizard <laughs> that you're killing. Whereas, um, if you play Dauntless, you're going to get more of a cartoon lizard, if that makes sense. You can still look cool. Don't get me wrong. Like Everything still looks cool in Dauntless. It's just a different art style. Um, and I, I tend to like more of the realistic uh, art style. And Japanese games do that very well, um, as you know. Um, and Japanese artists do that very well in games. But yeah, I, I really love this game. Um, what I loved about it was the 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 enemy design and the enemy um, gameplay and the strategy around it and the real teamwork you could get out of it um, and how every fight was epic in its own way. Like the, 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 everything's a boss <laughs> in a way, right? Um, so it was a unique experience. And like, you know, I think if anybody said, well, this is my first Monster Hunter World game, like, or Monster Hunter game, is it going to be good? Like, yeah, you'll probably enjoy it. Um, let's check the price on this. I'm, I'm actually curious to see. It's probably a package now. Um, since this is a uh, PS Store. Since this was a PS4 game and now we're in PlayStation 5. Oh, I think this was a PlayStation Plus game actually at one point. So you may have even snagged this for free if you had PlayStation Plus. You can get this now for $20. You can get the main game and the uh iceborne for 30 i think it's on sale right now uh it, they usually ask for 40 for the for the dlc i cannot speak to you about how much dlc is there or if it's good it looks good from the trailers that i've seen i think 30 dollars for that game and the dlc is a great deal i mean it's a fantastic deal. I think 20 dollars from the main game is a great deal um, I definitely paid full price 60 and did not regret it at all. Um, so yeah, I think, I think you, you gotta give it a chance. Like if you don't want to spend money and you're like, but I want a game like that where like I can play classes and either shoot monsters or kill monsters. And you know, like, is there a free version of that? I say give Dauntless a try again. We'll probably talk about Dauntless at some point. Um, I played that more recently than Monster Hunter, um, and I didn't play the DLC as I said. But uh, 
but boy, yeah, I, I think you could get into that. Um, and if you're cool with the artwork, you know, you might really enjoy it, but yeah, that's my take on monster hunter world. I hope we get another big console release, um, of a monster hunter game coming into the future. And, you know, recently they had the PlayStation showcase and I need to go back and watch that still. I'm so behind everybody. Usually I'm up to date with the news of the games, but kind of behind, but that's okay. Cause we're still here. We're still talking about games. Some came out more recently. Next one we might talk about might be older. We might go back to Halo. I don't know. Halo was a great episode. It was a fun talk. Um, but yeah, I hope you guys have a uh, wonderful week. I hope you maybe kill some monsters at some point. Um, and I hope you have a great, great day. See ya.